When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, our first little podcast here. This is going to be a short one. Uh, I just want to review uh, the FRQ that you're going to take on Thursday, the 21st. Uh, the topic is going to be uh, the, the constitutional amendment process. So just want to go back over that and just talk to you real quick about the FRQs in our class. All right. So since 2018, the College Board did a redesign of APGov and they switched the formats. So there are four distinct types of FRQs that you will do. Um, and we're going to work on all four types. And we'll talk about all four types as we go along. All right. Uh, and then the, the final written one, you'll have a choice of the four to write on. So you'll practice all of them. Uh, as we go. This first one that we're going to do is kind of the most basic one. Uh, there's a court case comparison one, which we do towards the end with our um, civil liberty, civil rights stuff. There's an argumentative one, which will practice the, the, the formatting. There's a qualitative one and then a concept. Okay. And this is kind of going to be the concept analysis. Uh, the qualitative one is, or excuse me, the quantitative one. Uh, that's where you'll look at some data. Uh, for this one, you're going to be given kind of a scenario type thing. Um, it's about the 27th Amendment. And then uh, you will write about the amendment process. So let's let's talk about that very quickly. Uh, this is the the most basic FRQ that you'll do, um, and it's uh, to me it's the easiest because you just bullet it out. Hey, A, here's the answer. B, here's the answer. C, here's the answer. Uh, you don't have to go into paragraphs. You don't have to. Uh, I don't even really care if you give me actual sentences and, and things like that. As long as I'm just looking for your information um, when I grade this one. So just keep that in mind. Uh, as you write it, uh, you know, you can write as much detail as you want to, but as I'm grading it, I'm just going to be looking for the content details that you, is needed to answer. So remember, there's two ways to, uh, there's two, there's, okay, let me take a step back. For the amendment process, there are two steps. Uh, it has to be proposed and then it has to be approved. So the proposal step, there's two things you can do or we can do. All right. Uh, the first one is the Congress we have in place now proposes an amendment. All right. Um, so someone that's seated in the House or the Senate, either one could propose an amendment. Um, and then the House and the Senate would debate it, talk about it, discuss it and hold a vote. If two thirds of those people say yes to this amendment, then it is approved on that end. And then it would go to the next step. All right. This is the way we have always done it. We have not done this other step ever. All right. So the first step is Congress has to propose, talk, discuss, debate, and then vote. If two thirds and two thirds is an important number, you do need to know that if two thirds of those congressmen say yes, then it is an approved amendment and it goes to the next step. All right. The other thing hold a national convention. This is something we do not do uh, because it would have to be a called special session, basically. Um, and it's it's a huge process that we, why do we need to do this when we already have people in place up in Congress? So we don't use the national convention, but it'd be the same number, two thirds. Someone will propose an amendment, have a vote or, or talk discussion, 
about a, then a vote. If two thirds said yes, then it's approved. But once again, we don't do that. We just use Congress. All right. The most recent one that I know of, we might see a new one uh, proposed here with the new session starting up uh, in the next couple of weeks once they get through with some of the um, the uh, agenda items such as you know confirming uh, appointments and things like that. We could see a new one. I don't know. Uh, but either last session or the session before that, uh, someone proposed term limits for Congressmen. Now, it didn't get passed. It did not get past Congress. It was not approved. All right. The other step is the states have to sign off on it. All right. And you've got two ways to do this. You can either do state legislatures, so the people in Atlanta, the people in Tallahassee, Columbia, Birmingham, all those places would talk about it, discuss it, debate it, and then they would vote on it. OK, if they vote yes. So if Georgia, the people down in Atlanta voted yes, then Georgia has approved it. And that's one of the 38 states that's needed. All righty. So the state legislatures can talk about it, discuss it, debate it, and then vote Yes or no. If they vote yes, it's obviously a, a yes for that state. If it's a no, it's a no for that state. Uh, you need three fourths or 38 votes. Okay, so three fourths or 38 votes. So that's the, the that process. Now we could also do state conventions, just like we can do a national convention. We've only done the state conventions once, and that was when we repealed prohibition. So when we repealed the 18th Amendment, they did do state conventions, and I'm not sure why. I need to look it up. I haven't done so um, just because I sit here and tell you, hey, I need to look this up, and then I get busy doing something else, and I forget. So I, I will eventually one day look up why we did state conventions for that one. We don't typically do that. It's Congress to the state legislatures. You need two-thirds in Congress, three-fourths of the states, 38 states. Uh, the most recent to fail was the ERA, Equal Rights Amendment, back in the late 70s. Um, and then the one that the most recent passed was the 27th, obviously, is the, the, the last one. And it was dealt with a congressional pay. And that was the one that was lost to history. That's the one you will see in um, the scenario that you're given uh, in the, the thing. OK, so there is that couple of other things beyond the process real quick. Uh, the 38 is pretty high bar. OK, so the number 38, the three fourths, uh, that's pretty strict. And we really got to think why. Do they have such a high number? They only got two thirds of Congress and three fourths of the states. All right. Um, and math is not my strong point. I, I'm right now. I'm kind of questioning myself. Is three fourths more than two thirds? I'm pretty sure it is. Um, anyways, it's a it's a it's a high bar regardless. So why did they put that high bar in there? And, you know, what we got to remember is these are changes to the Constitution. All right. We don't want to just have every single just willy-nilly amendment idea that's thrown out there to make it through this process quickly and easily. We don't want the change to our constitution to be that easy. There needs to be some kind of difficulty. We don't want some random thing to be passed through just because there's a low bar. We want to set the bar high for changes to our constitution and the constitution has survived this long. Okay. With this process. So there's that. The other thing to remember is that this is purely legislative okay there is no president involved in this he cannot veto it yes he could come up with an idea for an amendment but he still has to have a congressman propose it so he's out of it that way too he cannot the president can't go before congress and say hey i have an idea i want to create this amendment all right um and then the supreme court can't rule it unconstitutional because it's part of the constitution once an amendment to the constitution is created and ratified and everything it is part of the constitution the supreme court can't say well that part of the constitution is unconstitutional it's part of the Constitution. They can't do that. So uh, they're out of this as well. OK. All right, guys, that is the review. Uh, 
Let me know if you have questions. As always, uh, Remind is open. I do answer those as quick as I can. Um, email is always an option as well. And I'll be in the Zoom calls if you need me. So um, don't feel like you have to come in, though. Just take your FRQ uh, and get that done. You have to log into AP Classroom. That's where it's going to be. The codes are on eClass. If you can't find them, let me know. But they are pinned to the top in the activity feed. You should be able to find them pretty quickly and easily. All right, guys. I hope all is well. Hope digital is going good for you and all your other classes. And I will see you uh, definitely on Friday when I, we have our next live day. All right, guys. Take care.